Presented by Meta. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavalan. It's Thursday. Maybe it really just all comes down to gas prices. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. There's a reason White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain checks AAA's survey of gas prices every single morning. For all the well-informed punditry about whether this or that issue will be the terrain upon which 2022 rises and falls today. With 19 days left until Election Day, it seems that the most salient issue in the election for most voters could be pretty straightforward. It's the gas prices, stupid. Look closely at so many of the metrics people have suggested are determinative in the campaign, from inflation rates to President Joe Biden's approval number, and it becomes clear, gas rules everything around me. As prices went down in the summer, Democrats' fortunes improved to the extent that it seemed like they could buck history and hold onto power this November. Not that they've inched back upward, polls have tilted in the GOP's favor. Cue Biden on Wednesday as he unveiled a three-pronged approach to push gas prices down. One, releasing the last of the 180 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve that he authorized back in March. Two, calling for an increase in oil production. And three, chastising oil companies for not passing savings on to consumers. The truth of the matter is that numbers one and three are unlikely to result in prices dropping in any meaningful way. They address a political reality. And number two runs headlong into a complicated economic reality. Politico oil and gas reporter Ben LeFabe explains, the real reason oil companies aren't ramping up production as much as some would like is simple economics. The industry, after decades of burning through investors' money and dead-fueled expansion, is now trying to hold to its financial diet in a bid to keep investors happy. Despite making record profits last financial quarter, the industry is not expected to ramp up oil production more than it already has. The bigger reason why companies aren't producing more is the same thing causing pain everywhere else in the United States inflation. They have to pay more for the steel they use in their drill bits, more to rehire the workers they laid off in the depths of the pandemic, and so on. And investors won't give them more money if prices just crash again in the near future. One thing that generally separates successful politicians from unsuccessful ones is the ability to choose enemies wisely. For months, the White House has been taking major oil and gas companies to task. Earlier this year, Biden even hosted execs at the White House, using the opportunity to chide them in person. Taking on big oil is almost never going to be a negative with the American people, and the White House knows it. One White House official told Playbook recently, it's an important use of the tactic. We don't use it when the facts don't apply, and we don't use it willy-nilly. At the same time, the White House bristles at any insinuation that the timing a Biden Strategic Petroleum Reserve announcement is tied to the midterms, something that came up again and again in conversation we had with administration officials on Wednesday. Biden tried to make the case himself, telling reporters that the move was not politically motivated at all. And yet, no one could possibly argue that there isn't a political benefit to making such a public move just weeks before the midterms, knowing how gas prices weigh on voters' minds. One Democratic strategist told Playbook on Wednesday night, it's pretty simple. People want to see the president fixing shit and fixing the things that are most important in their lives. And gas prices is one of them. You have to demonstrate that you're taking on the issues that matter. 
Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 11 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will leave the White House for Pittsburgh, where he'll speak about infrastructure. Afterward, he'll leave for Philadelphia to take part in a reception for Democratic Senate candidate John Fetterman. At 8.10, Biden will depart Philly to head back to the White House, arriving in 9.15. Vice President Kamala Harris has nothing on her public schedule. The House and the Senate are out today. One thing worth noting, the House January 6th committee has struggled to subpoena former President Donald Trump, partially because they can't find a lawyer for him who will take it. Catherine Folders from ABC reports it could come as soon as today. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munavalan. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. One day, the Metaverse will help students learn about the rings of Saturn, allowing them to get up close to the planets and gain a deeper understanding of how our solar system works. The Metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.